Hi, I'm Camille, and I'm a lifelong fan of Supernatural. I'm Miranda, and I'm watching the show for the first time. Join us as we watch a new episode every week. Welcome to our Supernatural podcast, Ramble On. Welcome to our super epic Supernatural podcast. The podcast where this week we watched um, a fan favorite episode for sure, uh, Route 666, um, also could be referred to as Hate Crime Highway, uh, but I think that one didn't test that well with audiences, so they went for Route 666. Um, mm-hmm. How? Well, okay. Before we get into the episode, because this is going to be a doozy for sure, uh, how have you been doing, Camille? I've been good. I get my second vaccine tomorrow. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So I'll be all vaccinated in two weeks. I'll be safe. We're going to go thrift shopping and we're going to do a video podcast if I can remember the password to our YouTube channel. (laughs) We're going to do a video podcast regardless. Yeah, we might have to make a new YouTube channel, which wouldn't really be like a net loss because... I think everyone who follows that channel is just people I spammed the link to <laughs> and asked them to follow. And uh, thankfully they did. But uh, what if our YouTube channel is like going viral right now and we have no idea because I uh, logged out of it? <laughs> Maybe. I should do what Matt does and, and post the post the YouTube channel in my Tinder bio. <laughs> oh, my God. Camille, that's actually kind of there's this guy who was messaging me on Discord, like this uh-huh. random guy. Oh, that happens to me, too. Yeah, what is that? I don't know. I'm like, you don't even, like, I don't even have a picture of my face or anything. Like, for all you know, I could be hideously ugly. Well, the thing is, it's even worse for me, I think, because I, you know my Discord picture, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, what drew you in about that? Like, <laughs> he was like, the beauty of your profile <laughs> brought me to you. And I was just messaging him, like, when people like that message me, I will always entertain it yeah. because it's like, oh my God, the entertainment for the night just came to me yeah. on a platter, right? So he was talking to me and he was, I, cause he found me from the supernatural server. I knew it cause he it was, our, yeah, cause you can see your shared servers. Yeah. Um, but he seemed like weird. Like he didn't really know, like he wasn't fully all there or something was going on. Like maybe half of his keyboard was broken or something and he couldn't communicate (laughs) correctly. But I was almost going to send him our podcast. But then I was like, no, I'm actually kind of scared of this guy. Yeah. Because we kind of say our location. Yeah, where we live. (laughs) Yeah, but I told him all this stuff. I was like, yeah, my, my dad works in Antarctica. I'm going to go back down there to visit him once I'm tired of living in America. He told me he lives in New Jersey, but he's never been on the New Jersey Turnpike, which I found to be a red what? flag. He does not live in New Jersey. And I said, I asked him, have you ever driven on the New Jersey Turnpike? And he said, I drive wherever my work takes me. And for a second, I thought he was doing like a role play pretending to be a hunter from uh-huh. Supernatural. Yeah. Because... That was our shared server or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know what. I think he was just really stupid. I feel like he is 13 and he's never driven before. Well, there was a picture of him and he looked like a 
a middle-aged man, but I think he was oh, definitely no. a catfish. Yeah. How did um, do you even have you even posted on that server? No. <laughs> That's so weird. I think he was just going through the side, probably messaging everybody. That's yeah. my assumption. Yeah. So expect a message soon. Oh, I'm excited. I had to block him though, so I can't read my messages with him anymore. Oh, dang. Yeah. Because he wouldn't stop. After a while, it's like, oh, yeah, well, I created this situation, so <laughs> I had to block him. Yeah, I, I guess Discord is the place to shoot your shot with people with anime profile pictures. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I really, I, it makes no sense to me. I mean, it really doesn't happen to me that often. Um, yeah. It's like they know nothing about you. Like, you could live all, like. They know nothing. <laughs> well, I used to play on QuizUp. Do you know the app QuizUp? I think I've heard of it. It recently got shut down. Gonna miss that app. I loved that app. It gave me mm -hmm. such a superiority complex because I would destroy everybody on, on these quizzes. Uh -huh. um, but I would always play against like old men because I guess old people love this app or whatever. Yeah. Because it was like a quiz app. It was a fun app. It was games, yeah. quizzes, galore. So I would play yeah. on this app. And old men, every time they played me, would message me because it was my Facebook profile picture. So it was like just me. Oh, okay. So I was like, I'm so sick of this. I took a picture <laughs> of myself. I edited, edited it so that I looked totally like, um, I like used Snapchat to take stickers of different parts of my face. So my yeah. eyes were huge, like bulging out of my head. My nose was <laughs> tiny. Like my mouth was like um, huge. It was like an abstract artwork. And then I put okay. Danny DeVito in the picture with me. Yeah. And still, Pete, nobody stopped. There was no discernible <laughs> decrease of messages that I was receiving. People kept going. So it's like, oh my God. Well, I don't understand what's drawing these people in, but it's so irritating. I don't know. I, I seriously do not know. Well,. Oh, that's my uh, aside. Should we should we introduce the episode? I don't know. I don't know where to go with it this week. You don't even want to talk about the episode. I can no. tell. <laughs> no, listen, the first note I have is I now regret doing this podcast. <laughs> because well, if it wasn't for this podcast, I would have turned this episode off. Luckily, there are only a few episodes worse than this one. So we can only go up from here. This is rock bottom, pretty much. And you've already seen, you've already seen another one of the worst episodes. So, what what one is that? Two of them, Hookman and Bugs. Well, okay, no, Hookman wasn't that bad, but Bugs, yes, the finale, and oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, oh god, <laughs> the, the penultimate episode. So, <laughs> oh man, yeah, I've. <laughs> You know, Camille, you rated Bugs higher than Hookman. I just want to remind you of that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you gave Hookman a sad face out of 10. I give this one a too sad face out of 10. Too sad face. I, I said um, I give this episode the same rating I give racism, a 0 out of 10. <laughs> That's so. a good one. <laughs> Look at us getting our ratings out of the way early. I might get this one like a 1 out of 10. Why? Because of all the Dean sex scenes? I like um I like Cassie. 
I wish she could have come back. <laughs> I like Cassie too. But I think I liked Cassie less this time. See, the thing is, this episode is too bad for me to be re-watching it. Like, I'm not going to yeah. feel good re-watching this episode. I'm just going to get mm-hmm. really irritated and grumpy because it's not a good episode. So I feel like this is one of those episodes where maybe the first time I could have accepted it for what it was and found the good parts in it. But this time, yeah. no, I was done. Done with this episode. Everything... I have a criticism for every <laughs> single thing that happened in this episode, but I'm going to try and be super just positive and lighthearted and fun. You know, the vibe of this podcast is obviously just like uh, super positive. So, Okay, I want to I wanna set the scene for this episode because I think it's important to know the context. <laughs> okay. So imagine you're, you're in your living room 2006 and you turn on the television to watch your favorite show, Supernatural, and you don't know what the episode's going to be about, and it's New Year's Eve in 2006. Oh, no. You're going into the new year, and this is what you see. <laughs> this episode. I did not know this was from New Year's Eve. Yes. This is your start to the new year. <laughs> oh, no. I'll tell you what led up to it, too. So the two writers for this episode are Brad Bugner and Eugenie Ross Living. And Eugenie Ross Living is is the wife of executive producer Robert Singer, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm and, sensing nepotism vibes here. <laughs> and Brad Bugner and, and uh, Ross Living, they become like this infamous writing duo. The dirty duo, as you will. <laughs> in later episodes luckily luckily we don't see them again until season seven we get a little bit of a breather wait they put these people back together again yes they were like yeah you guys you guys (laughs) you guys need to make another episode and i will tell you every single episode that they've done it has been absolutely batshit insane they're all insane (laughs) 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 this episode came about because Eric Kripke lost the freaking script to the original episode that was supposed to air. Oh. And at the last minute, he said, listen, Robert, listen, Bob, I need your wife to write an episode for me. I lost the script. Are you serious? I'm serious. Yeah. What? Yeah. So Never. this was a last minute put together. Never have I heard something so crazy that made so much sense. <laughs> like, of, of course, of course, that's what happened. How did I not figure that out on my own? So, I, I'm wondering how much, like, inspiration they drew from the original script, or do you think they just scrapped the whole thing and made something completely different than what it was? Do you think maybe they just, like, heard, like, Kripke say a few sentences about this great episode idea he had, and then they were like, okay, we're gonna, this is our interpretation of it. I feel like these two are just really weird, and I, I'm picking up on something from the episode. They mentioned the Flying Dutchman. I feel like they just <laughs> loved the Flying Dutchman or something like that, and that's what this was all about. Like they just lo- they wanted to write something based on that, and they were like, "What if the Flying Dutchman was like a racist a truck? Car. What if the Flying Dutchman was a truck?" 
a big monster truck too. The drive, the driving truck man. Oh my god, I couldn't like when I turned this episode on, and I saw that the first thing we see is this monster truck barreling down the highway. I didn't remember it was a huge monster truck. Oh my gosh. Also, why why does the truck? Did they give directions in the script? Like the truck revs like an angry animal. Like it goes like. <laughs> do, do you know what I'm saying? It acts I know like what you're a, saying. Yeah. Why did they? Oh my god! It makes me so, just like I have this adrenaline in my chest. Like you know when you're on a roller coaster and you drop. Mm-hmm. That's how mm-hmm. I feel. Like there's some sort of energy that, that I don't. I do not feel safe in this <laughs> situation. Oh my god! Yeah, I think this one, this episode could have used some big changes. <laughs> they some big changes. <laughs> oh no. I so this was I'm just baffled that the the script was lost they wrote this episode and mm-hmm. then everyone was like all right let's this let's do it like why not just have one less episode for the season who knows also if this was a random episode like did um who's the guy that wrote all the first season um well Eric Kripke was the showrunner for the first season so he wasn't really involved in this episode. Um, he was like the creator, so I'm sure he had a lot of creative control. Well, I'm I'm intrigued mm-hmm. that they hand over this episode to two random people who have no business writing it, right? <laughs> so yeah. we get an episode that's half about a giant racist truck, uh huh. But then also we get. Half of the episode is a deep dive into Dean's romantic history with Cassie, and yeah. there's like a bunch of sex scenes. So, like, they were like, All right, we got this. <laughs> we are going to write about this woman. Like, did they just make all this up? And then they're like, Oh my god, now there's this new backstory on Dean <laughs> that we have to deal with. I mean, honestly, it never comes up again, so. <laughs> It seems so like, like I love Cassie. I love the dynamic between her and Dean, but yeah. it definitely seems, it just seems like so much. Like it almost seems like a fan fiction. Like it's oh seems, yeah, like it, the soap opera was coming out in this episode. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a one-off episode type of. No, vibe. it's like it's like almost like more backstory than we've got in any other episode pretty much yeah and i and cassie was bringing stuff up like dean whenever i try to talk to you you pull away and i want to be emotionally yeah, how long were they together yeah i don't know because <laughs> he told sam he said a few weeks and then he was like okay i lied it was more it was more than that but was it like two years like what what i don't know it seemed like she was in, in college I'm assuming it was when Sam was in college because otherwise Sam would have known about it. So I have no idea. And I think that's the problem with this episode. <laughs> like, I genuinely could not tell you. The reason Cassie couldn't come back is because she's not a crazy person. So she couldn't stay with Dean. <laughs> like, she's, t- she's too sane. Well, I'm curious. Uh... <laughs> All this stuff that she's bringing up about Dean's, like, emotional walls or whatever, mm-hmm. I feel like those are things where you're setting up, like, 
Okay, I haven't seen the show. So I'm talking completely out of turn here, um, which is fine. That's normal for me. But uh, did, it seems to me my perception is that they never unpack that. Dean never has any character development in that area over the course of 15 seasons. Um, yes and no. It really depends on the writer, so. <laughs> what does that mean? They don't talk to each other. Like, they, they're they all just writing episodes, like, without any concern for any previous or future episodes. And there's, like, a different writer every episode, so. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, okay. You know what? As the owner and, <laughs> and proprietor of a Supernatural podcast, I have to back this show and say, you know... Maybe maybe that's a great way to do a show. I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. I think there are like four different showrunners. Really? Yeah. Wait, what? How is that? Well, Eric Kripke stops after season five, hands it over to Sarah Gamble, and then, oh gosh, I can't remember after that. I, I know um, the last season was Andrew Deb. But before that, I can't. I cannot remember. But they're they're a bunch, so like their visions are all different. <laughs> Who is your favorite? I feel like you you've said positive things about Sarah Gamble before. Um. No. <laughs> oh. Okay. I mean, <laughs> well, okay, okay. So you know, you're denying that you have ever said anything positive about. No, well, Sarah. I've said some positive things about her, but. She definitely wasn't my favorite era. In fact, I think hers was the worst era. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. But I think Kripke was the best showrunner. He was the most cohesive. Well, I mean, this episode did come about during his reign. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of a red flag. But, I mean, the fact that this was allowed to happen. Mm-hmm. Wh okay, were the people who wrote this episode white? I was going to look that up. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> that is not good. <laughs> That's a problem, but all right, whatever. And I, I I, kind of don't like the implication of this episode, like uh, this white racist guy's coming back to get vengeance. Like, I yeah. wrote down, I saw a TikTok a while ago that said, you know, if ghosts were real, then there would be no white people left in the world, like, because white people have a lot of shit to pay for. So I don't like that this episode is like... I feel like it would be the reverse, right? Like, ghosts would be coming after white people. Um, Not, like, why are we doing yeah, an episode about I hate guess, crimes? I don't know. <laughs> the hate crime from beyond the grave. Like, what? Why do we need an episode about that? I don't know. I don't know. That, I think they... They didn't know where they were going with the plot, and they were kind of, I don't know, it was so, like, the tone was so off, like, like, it was, like, really disturbing when she, when Cassie's mom was talking about what happened, and the, and, like, her husband getting almost beat to death, and then he basically killed that man in self-defense, and the, and the, the freaking church burning down with the children in it. <laughs> what? It was, like so traumatic yeah it was like was too like, much it was like very disturbing and serious but the rest of the episode was kind of like more lighthearted and, <laughs> and 
like romantic. I don't I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the combo. That's what I'm saying. The implications in this episode were a lot and like very heavy, but the mood was was so off. <laughs> and also, you know what I noticed after Cassie's mom gives that whole speech, like honestly, uh-huh. I think that scene of the white guy hitting um that black man that was almost like would be triggering if you're watching that as a black person and you don't know that that scene is coming because that's like literally you're just like glorifying a hate crime basically um but why would you say it's glorifying it (laughs) well it's not glorifying it but the way they showed it and the amount of footage they showed of it was a little weird to me it was weird yeah like you don't expect that to be coming out of supernatural yeah <laughs> but oh what was i gonna say oh after cassie's mom says that whole story dean and sam are outside at the car laughing <laughs> like they're so oh, yeah. they're like the mood is so light like i don't understand <laughs> it was weird <laughs> Okay, but we can't hate. We can't hate on the episode that much. But I can't say anything good. So I'm going to turn it over to you, Camille, to to maybe bring the mood up, to, to say what you... Any redeeming qualities about this episode? Well, I think that Cassie was the redeeming quality of this episode. I liked her. I thought she, she felt like one of those, like, serious, no-nonsense detectives and, like... <laughs> You know, like, doesn't take anybody's shit. Like, I want to see, like, a spinoff with her. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking about. I was thinking um, if she and Dean weren't, like, hooking up or uh, in love or whatever, I don't understand exactly what that was. But sh- I would love it if she had left and went with them and been, like, the third character. Yeah. Um, I think that would have been a fun dynamic. But, no, she just chills at home. <laughs> She's uh she's not mentally ill, so she was like, I'm just <laughs> I'm gonna try to move on with my life. <laughs> like most people in the show you see, like they have a family member or loved one that like gets killed by the supernatural and they just absolutely become consumed with it and like obsessed and start hunting. And Cassie's like, you know, I got a whole life to live. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. And for I got her. a job. <laughs> Although I don't think she'd be a very good hunter because I noticed when the truck was attacking her house. Yeah, um, she was just screaming. Well, if a truck was attacking my house, I would go to the second floor. Did it have a second floor? I think it did. I think I remember a stair. Oh, yeah, it definitely did. I mean, you can see from the outside. But she, instead of uh, going upstairs, she goes and stands right in front of the door. And I'm like, (laughs) I don't know why she kept trying to close the windows like that would help. (laughs) Yeah. Gotta close the window so the truck doesn't drive in through them. Like, Cassie, you have to go upstairs so if the truck rams through your house, it doesn't hit you. <laughs> I mean, that would be the advice I would give to her. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was so funny that uh, that she was the one that broke up with Dean because she thought he was literally a crazy person. <laughs> how would you react, Camille, if you were dating someone? Oh, I would for... do the same thing. Yeah, I feel like you need help. <laughs> Really? Okay, but last episode, let me call it back. Last episode, you said that if someone told you your car was possessed, you would pay $500 to get it fixed. Well, but they had some good evidence that it was possessed. <laughs> what kind of evidence? I don't know. No, not if they told me it was possessed. If I knew it was possessed, I would pay $500. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> okay. No, no, no. Actually, yeah. Sorry, that does make sense. Um, I guess I was I interpreting believe that. some old kook that just I bring it into the car shop and they're like, yo, your car is possessed. <laughs> but like, if it's hunting down people and killing them, yeah, I paid $500. I mean, honestly, I'd probably like burn it down, but <laughs> I wouldn't want to continue driving a, a possessed car. <laughs> I have a question for you. If you... Like, okay, let's say me and you moved out to a house in the middle of nowhere. Okay. Nobody else is around. I firmly believe the house is haunted. I'm terrified. Okay. Every day I'm like, oh my God, this is happening. This is happening. Look at this. Listen to this. Okay. How long would it take for you to get to become terrified and on the in the mode Mm. of thinking that the house is haunted? Okay, well... It depends on what kind of evidence you had and if I saw it. If you're like, okay, this object just moved across the floor on its own, but I didn't see it. You see nothing. Unless something like happens like a noise and I'm like, that was the ghost, but there's no mm-hmm. actual evidence. Yeah, it would take a lot for me to get scared. I think I think I would try to get you help first. But you can't. <laughs> we can't go. It's like the lighthouse. It's me and you. We're in the mm-hmm. middle of nowhere. We, we can't leave the house. It's a, yes, it's a closed environment. Okay, I think that's different then. If you literally cannot leave the house and you think it's haunted, I might start to get a little scared, but I, I don't know. For me, it would take me like 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would take me at least a few weeks, <laughs> maybe a few months, maybe a year. Really? A year? If Yeah. So like you, if I weren't seeing anything myself. Yeah. Okay. But you don't think you would start to imagine things or hear things and attribute it? I don't know. I think I would just, I would, my brain would be like, oh, you know, that's the dishwasher or whatever. <laughs> okay. All right. Like, well, I can't think of a single instance in my life where I genuinely thought something was paranormal causes. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Camille, we gotta get you haunted. Okay, you can try. I'm gonna try. I am gonna try for I'm sure. I'm skeptic. <laughs> I kind of believe in ghosts. I don't know though. But yeah, I'm to- I'm definitely gonna get you haunted for sure. Gonna get you okay. some sort of curse put on you. Okay, thanks. I think that would uh, spice up the podcast a little bit. Claire, th- Claire thinks she's cursed because she read, um, shoot, what is it? House of Leaves? <laughs> what is that? It's like a scary uh, horror novel. And House she got cursed by it? Yeah. She said she was reading it and then she got really sick. Yeah, House of Leaves. House of Leaves. Okay, I'm not, I, I won't read that. <laughs> I mean, it, it, if it's a curse, maybe she can get it broken. Maybe. Hmm. She also thinks she's being cursed because um, my dad gave her a voodoo doll, I think. What? Okay. <laughs> like, he went to, he goes to visit New Orleans for work a lot. And you know those little, like, you can pick up little trinkets there and everything, you know. And I guess it's, like, bad luck to gift someone a voodoo doll, maybe. Or it's cursed, or I don't know. Huh. You know what I love about that story is that your dad knew that out of everyone in your family, only Claire would want a voodoo doll. 
No, the thing is, she didn't want it. Well, in his perception, he was like, oh, you know what? I'm, you know what Claire would want? A freaking voodoo doll. <laughs> I think he brought me a snow globe. See, those are such drastically different <laughs> gifts. Yeah, yeah he brought like you a, a mini snow globe with like skeletons in it or something. And then he brought Claire a voodoo doll. Yeah. I think he brought my mom hot sauce. Oh, from God. Marie Laveau. Love hot sauce. Have you ever been through a hot sauce phase, Camille? Uh, no. I only eat hot sauce with like quesadillas or taquitos. Oh, are you anti hot sauce? I feel like you would. No, be. I'm not anti hot sauce, but I don't understand why people put it on everything. I went through a hot sauce phase. I'm not really in that phase anymore. But like, I only eat it with like Mexican food, like burritos and stuff like that. Well, what type of hot sauce? Uh, Tabasco? No, not Tabasco. You probably get some like home, like some <laughs> big moonshine jug of hot Whatever sauce. Whatever they Whole have Foods. at Whole Foods. Yeah, Whole Foods. <laughs> that's what I just said. Some like, some, uh, they make it on like a farm and like a barrel or something. Probably. Uh, I don't know. I just use whatever's in the fridge. I'm not picky. I'm a big fan of Frank's. Frank's hot sauce. Mm hmm. But I, I haven't had hot sauce in a long time, so... Oh. I think I kind of have, like, acid reflux, so I don't... Oh, I yeah, I'm trying to stay away from spicy foods kind of now. I do, too. But I... I'm not really, uh... Taking any action on it. <laughs> so. I also... I take too, way too much, like, ibuprofen, and I know that's terrible, but, um... Really? How much ibuprofen do you take? I don't know. I would say I take it at least like four or five times a month. Oh my god. Okay, wait. That's too much? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I take it uh, way more than that. I have like chronic I headaches. Mean, some months I would say I would take it like at least like twice a week. I've had weeks recently where I took like two a day for a week. Yeah, like I don't know. Like, yeah, I've had weeks like that too. I try to, I try to use other methods first though but usually they don't work okay Camille I have a question for you yeah why is Sam so obsessed with Dean's sex life oh he was being so annoying in this episode like if I were Dean I would have killed him like he was so being so annoying I wrote that down I was like Sam you're being so annoying yeah it's too much <laughs> it really is too much <laughs> like he's prying He's he's being nosy. He's just being irritating. I think he's doing it just just to be irritating. <laughs> also, why at the beginning of the episode, he finds out Dean told Cassie about whatever ghosts or whatever, and he gets so pissed. But I'm like, you guys have left a trail of destruction behind you guys, where all these random people you're meeting now know. Oh, but why yeah. does it matter? No, that's, that's the thing that bothers me the the absolute most about the show is that they can't explain to anyone the, the big secret. Sam literally goes, our big family rule number one. I'm like, your big family rule number one is not to deal with all the trauma that's been inflicted on you <laughs> and just shove it down until you can't feel it anymore. <laughs> like, I don't understand why... <laughs> Why the freaking existence of the supernatural has to be a secret in the show? It makes no sense. I was like, do they are they gonna be like kidnapped by the FBI and studied like the freaking aliens? Like they're 
to running little science experiments on them. Yeah, they're gonna all be thrown into like asylums. Like what? what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems like they they've already told people. Like, why do they have to yeah. wait for someone to get haunted to tell them? Just I don't know. Like, it, you would think they would want people to be able to protect themselves. Maybe they'd be out of a job, but it's not like they get paid. So I don't know. Even if I knew about ghosts, I wouldn't be able to. Pro- I know about like. I know about people who might try and mug me in an alleyway. I know that's real, but I couldn't protect myself against it. Yeah. So. It's just, there's really no reason. Like, really. I guess for the sake of the show, because I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Also, it doesn't seem in line with Sam's character, because isn't he, like, wallowing in guilt about not telling his girlfriend about the ghosts? Like no, I think he's wallowing in guilt for not doing something to stop it, but I don't think that involves telling her. But I'm not sure. But wasn't he saying something like I should have told you? I feel I like he told said that. Dean. Yeah. No, 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 no. I think he was saying that about was her name Jessica? Jessica? Yeah. I think he was saying that like he regretted not telling her, where he regretted keeping secrets from her. Oh. Well, Sam's being a hypocrite. <laughs> oh. Oh. Sam, such a classic hypocrite. I'm <laughs> yeah, a hypocrite. I don't, see, I don't see the big deal with telling Cassie about it. Also, can we talk about the fact that her name is Cassie? Cass? Cassie? Cass? Cassie? Is there anything there? Should we unpack no. that? <laughs> I don't think there's anything to unpack. <laughs> I could find something. Give me time, okay. I'll find it. Okay. Listen. Go Dean, off. Dean obviously <laughs> has deeply repressed feelings for this girl, Cassie. I don't think they're repressed. Well, they're packed away. He can't access them. He has to give her up. He loves her. She's his life. She's his son, his shining star. Okay, but she, he, the first time, she dumped him because she thought he was crazy. Second mm. time, he said, I gotta do my duty. It was it, He was being torn between love and duty. It wasn't a repression thing. He says, I have to go and help my dad and find the monster or whatever. And she's like, I'm not willing to wait for you. <laughs> okay, here's the thing I figured I just figured it out. Yeah. Last episode, we see Dean get absolutely fried, like a bug in a bug zapper. Yeah. Okay? He's gone he's he's been rewired in a way. Mm-hmm. Um he's not remembering things right. He he has this experience with Cassie right after he's been fried. Okay. And they drive off, and he doesn't remember it that well. You know, it's all sort of a bad dream, a racist truck, you know, hate crimes on the highway. It's it's horrible. Mm-hmm. He, he buries it down. He doesn't understand what he's just experienced. And then all of a sudden, this guy named Cass shows up. And he says, wait, this is the person I'm in love with. This is the person from my memories. Oh, my God. Do you think that's true do you think that's real what i just said you're right on the dot (laughs) did i just is that a spoiler or is that sort of like subtext uh no it's a spoiler okay okay um well i'll just leave it in people probably already know (laughs) oh my god yeah that's what happens next episode Does anyone ever call Cass Cassie? Yeah. 
I can't tell you. Being serious. I'm being serious. Yeah. Does Dean do it? No. Who does? His name is uh, Balthazar. Okay. (laughs) I never heard of that guy, but okay. Balthazar. Balthazar. Um, Yeah. Does Cass call him Balpy? No. Oh. (laughs) Is it sort of a condescending nickname or is it a cute Uh, nickname? Hmm. I don't know. I would say it's a little bit condescending. Do they have any sexual tension? Um, I would say no. But some would say yes? Some might say yes. But I... Hmm. Who is Some Balthazar? people say they have X energy. Oh, X energy. Okay. Not triple <laughs> X. Just X? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh... I'd never heard about Bazaar. I imagine him to be like, I can't, I can't envision it. Nothing is in my mind right now. Well, you'll see. Does he have dark hair? Nope. Okay, well. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes sense. Because I feel like Cass is always around blondes. Um, <laughs> you know, Sam, he's blonde. Sam is not blonde. I'm just kidding. Dean is blonde. That's, that's arguable. <laughs> no, 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 no. If the sun hits your hair and it shines golden, you're blonde. Okay. That's the law of the land. That's the okay. law of my land. And okay. We share a border, Camille, so you're going to have to figure your shit out, what you think about that. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I feel like you think Dean is not blonde because every time I bring that up, you push back against it. I okay. I'll tell you that I, I think my natural hair color is very close to Dean's, and people have been telling me for years that I do not have blonde hair. So this is just, I'm just, uh, I guess I'm just projecting mm. my like societal pressures. Did I ever say that to you? Do you remember? I don't think so, but I don't. I don't know. Well, Camille, I would say, listen. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I just think like this, but the the way the sun hits Dean's hair, it's got okay. Blonde. I think he was a, like when he was a kid, he was definitely blonde. So if that's your like criteria, then yeah, because a lot of people with lighter hair were like really blonde as kids. Oh yeah, me. I was I was like that. Me too. I had white hair. Oh my god, <laughs> Camille, that is so ethereal. I I, I love that you had white was- hair. <laughs> Yeah, when I was living in Florida, and I was really tan, too. Oh, my God. (laughs) I was tan, and I have white hair. Oh, my God. (laughs) Do you have any pictures of that? Yeah, I'll find some. Send them to you. Okay. I want to see it. (laughs) I think they call it toe-headed. Toe-headed? Yeah. When you have, like, white blonde hair. Toe-headed. Like a toe? Yeah, like a toe. T-O-E? Uh-huh. They call it that. Uh-huh. Toe-headed. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't <laughs> like that. I would never look at someone and say, you're toe-headed. That just seems so mean. I th- Maybe it's a word like, it's like a freaking old English word or something. That toe? means like white. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's T-O-W. I think it's T-O-E though. Toe-headed. 
I wouldn't. Okay. Uh, you know what, though? Haven't you. Didn't our, our friend Matt. Oh, it's T-O-W. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I think Matt made a picture. Our friend Matt made a picture uh-huh. of us all as toes. So I'm thinking maybe oh, he was yeah. onto something there. He was, yeah. I'm running. I uh, I have to tell you something, Camille. We're 42 uh-huh. minutes in, and I'm completely out of notes for this episode. Okay. okay, I have some more notes, so it's okay. Okay. So the first fun fact is, if you're listening here, you've seen the show. Route six 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 is a title of one of Carver Edlin's books. So take a mental note of that, Miranda. Who is this that? Being one of the worst episodes of all time. Car- it's a little bit meta. It's very spoilery, so I can't give anything away. <laughs> okay. Carver Edlin. Carver Edlin. Is this a real man? It's a man in Supernatural. You'll recognize him when you see him. Oh. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Also, uh, also, I like the set in this episode with the docks. Do you think that was real? Or do you um, think it was like a green screen? At first I thought it was real. And then there was one scene where I was like, or one shot, shot where I was like. Yeah, that was like, like one a, shot. Yeah. Yeah, it was when um one of the guys was talking. I was like, why does it mm-hmm. look like a green screen? But the other mm-hmm. part of it looked real. Yeah. Maybe they know. had to re-record something. Oh, maybe. My favorite part of that scene was the big giant sign that said live crab. And it had a giant <laughs> arrow pointing right at Dean. I liked that live part. Live crab. Live crab. Dean is such a crab. I can't believe they also, they set this episode in a real town of all episodes. Like, we've been watching, like, the past five episodes have been fictional. Athens. This one. No, this isn't Athens, is it? Oh, that's where Cassie went to college. Yeah. This one is in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. What? What the hell is someone from Missouri doing going to Ohio University? I mean, I would too. I guess, but it's like, if you're gonna go all the way there, like, just keep going a little bit to the coast. Like, why would... Yeah, but I I don't think Ohio is that far from Missouri, actually. Where is Missouri? What even is that? It's right above Arkansas. Oh, you taught me this. Arkansas is down by Tennessee. At the bottom yes. of Tennessee. So yeah. Missouri is above Arkansas? Mm-hmm. Right above it. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Yeah. No way. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Mm. My mom went to college in Missouri. I don't know about that, Camille. I don't think your mom went to college <laughs> in Missouri. I think she was she confused. <laughs> she she was a transfer. Missouri Mosley. Yeah. Okay. He's well, from I, Kansas. I still don't think that's true. I... I know for a fact 100% that Missouri is above Arkansas. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to <laughs> fill up the minutes here. <laughs> I don't have my notes, Camille. I have to pretend okay, I don't okay. know where Missouri is. Well, fun fact about the actual town is that they filmed a Gone Girl <gasps> in the actual town. Oh, my God. In Missouri? In Cape Girardeau. Oh my god, I'm that's probably amazing. really mispronouncing that, so I'm sorry if you're from there. Also, sorry for insulting Missouri. <laughs> you insulted Missouri? I said I said I wouldn't I said I would go to college in Ohio. <laughs> I implied that I would not go to college in Missouri. 
Okay, also, Camille, my sister went to college in Ohio for a year, so I think you're really out of line, and we're going to have a big, big problem after this podcast is done. No, I think my beef is going to be with my mom, because I said I wouldn't go to college in Missouri. I would go to college in Ohio. Oh, okay. I need to keep up to date on what you're saying. <laughs> um, well, I don't even know what Missouri is, so I wouldn't go there either. But maybe okay. it's great. Maybe it is. It could be wonderful, but I just am not believing that. My mom liked it. Does She doesn't live there now, though. No. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, all she knew was Arkansas, so maybe it's better than Arkansas. <laughs> Missouri never really makes the news. Like, all yeah. those southern states, I feel like... There's usually, like, some horrible, like, human rights violations going on there, and that's how they start making the news. Mm-hmm. But Missouri is, like, a dead zone. They never make the news. I don't know what's yeah, going what's on. what's the biggest city in Missouri? Montana? No, Montana's state. What? Wait, what? Montana? Montana. <laughs> Montana, Missouri. No. Look it I'll up. I'll figure it out. Montana, no. Missouri. No. That's where I know. Okay, well, you'll find out soon enough. It will become clear to you. Okay. Well, this episode, I'll tell you I'll tell you why I like Cassie because she makes them tea. <laughs> oh yeah, and Dean is like he doesn't want it. What? No, he takes it. What, he sits he? there and he like has it on the platter and then he puts it on the... He's doing his acting. His acting? What do you mean? That I think you're getting him mixed up with Jensen. Well, he's being acted. Wait, what? In a soap opera-like fashion. But he doesn't even drink the tea, I don't think. He looked D- disgusted by it. D- it's no, too feminine for him. No, no, no. He, he's got to be butch to overcompensate. See, I know my references. <laughs> I know my supernatural. Is that an episode we've seen already? No. Okay. I've just seen GIF sets of it. Yeah. Wait. I don't know when that one's coming up. Maybe it is an episode we've seen. I don't know. Maybe that was Bugs. Was it? No. No, no, no. You know what? I no. people forget about bugs. They they remember the bugs because of course, mm-hmm. how could you forget? But they forget the uh, the undertones uh, of Sam incest. Yeah, are mistaken as a couple, yeah. Yeah. I mean Sam is not doing a very good job in this one either. Sam, you're really hurting yourself. What do you mean? <laughs> you are vibing them as a couple? I'm not. No. <laughs> What did you mean by what you just said? No, no, we need to cut this out. Why? What do you mean? Okay, I'll cut it out. Acting a little bit jealous. He seems like he's a little bit jealous. Ooh, are we? Are we turning wincest? No, Miranda, you got to cut this out. (laughs) I'm kind of shipping it. Please don't. I don't know. It could be lucrative. 
it is the most toxic relationship on the show. So if you or if you're into that, what about John though? Oh, you're right. But that's just like toxic in a sad way. Do people ship? <laughs> okay, <laughs> never mind. Let's move on. Let's move on. I'm um, sure they're out there. I know what you're gonna ask. We should do an episode where we. Uh, um, okay, I have some ideas for episodes. One, we read uh-huh. Sam and Dean's astrology charts. Okay, that would be fun. Yeah, and two, we go on Ao3 and compete to, to see who can find like the most bizarro, uh, oh, thick possible. <laughs> oh no, no, no! There's some bad ones out there. I'm I'm thinking I want to hear about this Ben's Ben Zappel Ben guy mixed with someone else. That's what I'm gonna look for. Wait, what? Who is the guy who who's friends with Cass? Ben Zappel. Balthazar. Balthazar. Yeah, I'm gonna look him up. Ben <laughs> When we get to episodes with him and with him in it, I'm just gonna call him Ben How am I supposed to remember Balthazar? Whatever you said. Ben <laughs> Well, yeah, him. I'm going to look him up and see. Uh... Don't look him up because it, it'll be spoilers. Oh, God, you're right. Well, I have such a limited pool to, to <laughs> search from. I'm going to. Yeah. OK, you know what? You're right. We can do this in like a couple years. OK. But the astrology I think... charts, I do want to do. You know, I think he's not until season six, but it feels like he's in season five. But he, I don't think he is. Bow. Balthazar. Balthazar. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What the hell is a person with that type of name doing on the show? <laughs> I mean, they're not all humans on the show. Yeah, my dog isn't human, but his name is Nelson. Like, your dog's <laughs> name is Buster and Bella. <laughs> not some weird shit. They're not dogs. <laughs> well, I'm just going off the point you're trying to make. <laughs> oh okay i have one more question i'm making my mm-hmm. way through the plot okay what do you think of sam <laughs> oh god i just remembered something i'm gonna have to bring it up after this but what do you think of sam sending the truck into dean's car when he didn't know if it would work at the church okay i think i think i should give a little rundown of what happened in this episode just in case anyone is listening it's we're 54 <laughs> minutes in Camille. I feel like this is not the time. I'm getting to... a rundown. Okay, okay. So the episode opens, and Dean gets a call from Cassie, who's an ex of his, who says, My father's just been killed. We think it's some weird circumstances. I want you to come and check it out. And so he gets there, and apparently, this huge mega monster truck has been running people off the road and killing them. And they figure out that. The truck is haunted. There's not a ghost in the truck. It's the truck itself that's haunted. And it's haunted with the spirit of a white man. Curtis Clyde? Yeah. So Cassie's mom is a white woman. And she she had this boyfriend, Curtis. No, no, no. Curtis is the racist guy. Yes. She She was dating Curtis. Yes. And oh, she was God. seeing Cassie's dad on the side because interracial couples 
weren't accepted back then. Curtis found out and he got really mad. And so on the day that Cassie's mom and dad were supposed to be married, he burned down the church that they were going to get married in that had a choir of children practicing in it. What a horrible detail. Like they wrote that. They put, they were like, Oh, they put that in there. (laughs) And then later that wasn't enough. Then later he comes and beats the shit out of Cassie's dad with a, a baseball bat or a crowbar or something. And so Cassie's dad, um, picks it up and basically like defends himself and kills him. And so then he has his friends help cover up the murder and they dump him in the lake, right? Curtis's body. Mm hmm. In the truck. In the truck. And so then the truck comes and hunts down everyone that, that, uh, helped cover up the murder and killed him, I guess. But. Why was it after, like, so long? I don't remember. I don't know. Maybe he's, like, uh, not a go-getter. Yeah, there was some, like, convoluted reason. Anyway, in the meantime, Dean, like, gets back together with Cassie. And they have to destroy the truck to get rid of the spirit. And... So Dean is trying to chase, he's trying to lead the truck away from the town, I guess, while Sam is, like, trying to burn it down, right? (laughs) Uh, something like that. And then Sam says, okay, I think I know, I think I know what I need you to do. And it's drive, like, exactly 10 miles, 10.7 miles or something, and then stop. (laughs) And so. How does Sam figure that out? What is he looking yeah. at? A map? Like, how does he know that? Yeah, he was looking at a map. So the map said 10.7 miles. I guess. he Sam's super genius, so he calculated it in his head. Okay. <laughs> and so Dean does that, and apparently it was the site of the burned-down church. And if a spirit, like, comes onto hollow ground, it gets destroyed. Sometimes. <laughs> so... So basically, Sam was just gambling with Dean's life. <laughs> After he spent all last episode trying to save his ass. Yeah. And Dean was like, so how do you know it will work? And Sam would be like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because at the end of the episode, Dean says, I'm going to kill him. And it's like a funny <laughs> moment. But then they play this like super scary sound effect and the whole screen goes black. So it seems way more... Uh, threatening than it actually is yeah i love that supernatural uses like youtube maybe it's because i'm watching it on netflix but it uses like youtube sound effects it goes like dun dun and like i I hate those sound effects i do too were they corny i hate them like i I remember whenever i was watching it whenever that sound played it took me out of it and i was like this is so stupid but that they use the sound effect (laughs) It's so bad. Why is that? They seem they seem to use it particularly more in really bad episodes. <laughs> That's right where they cut to commercial usually. Oh, it's such a bad sound. Really, really, just like how did that get past the review board? I don't know. It was two thousand six. <laughs> uh, one last thing I had to say is, uh, I've heard stories about Jensen and Jared chewing gum 
while they were filming. And Jen said said it was a stick it to his drama teacher that said that she could always tell when he was chewing gum. So he would always do it while he was filming. I I sincerely hope he was not in this episode because he does a lot of making out. So it would be did... better if he was. No. He's got to keep his breath fresh, girl. Not while, not while he's doing it, though. Oh, no. Like, no, they no. were, like, full-on kissing with tongue. Yeah, there was a lot of that going on in this episode. I'm surprised we didn't really get into that. Well, I think it was the first sex scene on the show, right? Yeah, the first sex Yeah, the first sex scene on the show was with Cass. That's crazy. <laughs> episode 13. So so this show got by on the two brothers being hot and we don't even see a sex scene until episode 13. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> and they're wrapped in like three layers of flannel all the time too. Oh, do you think what could this episode stand on its own if it wasn't for that sex scene? Mm. I mean, I think it improved things. Like, it made it somewhat bearable. Like, that that was only... Like, their relationship was the only thing that was bearable in this episode. Which I think is funny because a lot of times, like, sometimes a relationship will ruin an episode. Yeah, no, this one... I, I think the relationship worked. Uh, yeah. I just don't think the pieces were falling together correctly. Um. Okay, I have to give my shout-out to Abby, my sister Abby. Okay. okay. Uh, shout-out to Abby. She is currently competing on The Circle... Oh, yeah. Or she believes that she is. I'm not sure entirely <laughs> what is happening, but, you know, I'm sending her good vibes, uh, sending her well wishes, hope she wins, and, yeah, uh, congrats, Abby. Camille, do you want to, what was your overall rating? I'm really, actually really, really interested in this. Oh, I gave it a 303 out of 327. So, apparently, when I was taking that little thing, I thought there were 26 episodes that were worse than this one. That scares me. That's like a whole season is worse than this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I think, okay. Because this one had some, had one redeeming quality to it. Some of them have no redeeming qualities. Like, this one was very bad. Like, very bad. But there were some parts of it that were enjoyable to watch. Some of them are just... Like, I'm absolutely dreading just watching some of them. I'm just baffled. Can you give me, can we end the episode, like, wrap things up with you giving me an example of of what I have to look forward to? Uh, just one episode that's worse. Okay. God, I, I want to see, like, your original reaction to these because it's going to be so funny, but... Oh, you don't have to, um... Okay, one of them is uh, Killer Mannequins. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know what I was really expecting you to say, but okay. Killer Mannequins. We're, we're looking forward to that. Yep. Um, that just reminds me of The Walking Dead. The first season when they're in the store with the mannequins. But anyways. Um, the mannequins like come to life. And it's not charming in, like, a Doctor Who kind of way. It's just bad. Was Doctor Who charming? Yeah. Like, it was kind of funny, you know? Okay, yeah, This no, one, like, right. they tried to play it, like, for drama. Wait, Doctor Who has mannequins come to life in it? Yeah, first episode with, the uh, Eccleston. 
What? That's the season I watched. How come That's I don't remember that? That's the first episode that Rose Tyler's in. It's like the first episode. I don't remember it. Really? Nope. I don't remember it. Huh. You gotta go back and watch it. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching The Circle, Camille. Oh, right. Don't you know this about me? I tried to tell you. I love The Circle now. It's my life. <laughs> We're gonna see Abby on it. I swear, Abby would actually be really good on The Circle or any type of reality TV. I really believe in Abby. Although I'm worried about Abby being on reality TV because my sister Abby, Mm -hmm. she dances for no man. Okay? And I mean that seriously. Okay. In these reality shows, there's a lot of moments like in The Circle, they get a present at their door and it's like a uh-huh. flower and they're freaking out they're joyful oh, yeah, it's the best be excited. moment of their life yeah. Abby wouldn't do that I went to yeah. one of Abby's plays when she was in theater in middle school uh-huh. she was a little <laughs> mouse everybody on the stage it ended with everybody dancing Abby uh-huh. did not dance one one little <laughs> bitch nope she stood there silently looking around like you guys are cringe right now but she was in the play so like i just feel like abby would be giving them nothing on the circle oh my god that's so funny but she would actually be really funny and good but i feel like in the moments where you have to like put on airs she wouldn't Mm -hmm. be good at that so abby's oh my god i wish i could have seen that Uh, i will never forget it like her she was so little too like she was in like seventh grade she's just standing there in her mouse i've seen the picture of her in her little mouse costume yeah that was when she would look so tiny she was just looking around she was at the very front too looking around at everybody dancing that's so funny Um, i can't dance but sometimes i attempt i can't dance either. i think it would be better if i just didn't i probably should have done that no, you gotta, you gotta get, you, you got moves. You got moves, Camille. No. Yeah, you, yeah, no. you do. You no, got moves. I seriously don't. Trust me. I know it. You got moves. <laughs> no. Get it's some my Spain. one weakness. I can't, I can't dance. That and uh, IBS. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, got too much sloshing around in there. <laughs> One aggravates the other. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, if, yeah, okay, well, if you don't want to dance, you don't got to dance. I'm not a dancer either, so. Like, when I was younger, I, I liked to do it, but I I got told that I've, I have been told that I am a bad dancer. <laughs> By your mom? By my mom and various other people. I feel like every time you tell me something, you're like, yeah, people say I walk weird or people say this thing looks weird on me. I'm like, who said that? And you're like, yeah, my mom. <laughs> um, I, yeah, more people than my mom have told me I'm, I'm a bad dancer. <laughs> that's so mean, though, because like that's like saying someone's laugh is bad. You can't insult someone's dance. <laughs> I don't I don't mind it though. Like dancing is not a great love of mine, so <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you dance in my life. Well, it's probably a good thing. Yeah, I mean, who knows if this podcast would even be happening if I had. <laughs> so, it might have scared me off. 
I could do like a little, like I could do a little dance like the Macarena that I know the moves to. You know what I think you could do? I think you could do like a waltz or something. I did like cotillion and I still like, I just, I think I don't have rhythm. Oh, I yeah, I can relate to you on that. It's tough. It's like, like just... I'm too conscious about it, I think. I'm like thinking too hard about it mm-hmm. instead of feeling it. Mm. Well, we'll we'll work on that, Camille. Okay. Okay, guys. At the next supernatural convention, Camille and I attend. We will be dancing, uh, not oh, God. for any particular reason. But if you happen <laughs> to catch sight of it while it's happening, uh, feel free to join in. You know, we we're, we're an inclusive bunch. So. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Do you want to do the? You want to do the outro? Um. I feel like we could keep going, but maybe we should just keep going off of the recording. Yeah, I think I think we need to end this. Okay. So thank you everyone for suffering through this episode with us this week. Um, when recommend watching this one, you can just skip it. It adds nothing to the plot. So if you've never seen Supernatural, just don't watch this episode, okay? Okay. Um We'll see you next week for episode 14, which I don't know what it is, but I'm sure it'll be better than this one. Bye. Bye.